Sometimes it's really hard not to talk about tennis when doing an interview on pickleball. And that's because so many of the professionals and senior professionals have that background. Today, I'm talking with Natalie Bagby, and she certainly does too. But what's so interesting in this podcast is that she lists so many differences between the two sports. So let's get to the intro to hear from Natalie. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Natalie Bagby. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Lynn, for having me. It's great to have you on. And I do usually like to start the podcast just getting a little background in terms of your journey to pickleball, how you got started and how long ago. Okay. So, so my background, I was a professional tennis player from France. I grew up in France and I played professional tennis for 13 years on WTA tour. And I kept playing until actually last year when I discovered pickleball. I discovered pickleball couple years ago, actually, when I was looking at video and I saw the, the sport was becoming so popular. There was a lot of people watching the tournaments and people seems to have a lot of fun. So I said, oh, my God, I have to get into that sport. It's a racket sport. I want to try. So I tried one time at a local park here in Los Angeles and I really enjoyed it, but I had an issue with my shoulder and neck. So I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait a little bit. So during COVID, I got invited by Anna Shirley to play a game at her private court. And that was, I guess, September 2020. And I really enjoyed it. I didn't know exactly what I was supposed to do on the court. I was playing more like a tennis player. But I told her at the end, I said, oh, my God, I really like this spot. Invite me again. I want to play again. So two weeks later, she uh, invited me again for another a game. And I started from there. And then I start to play a lot all the time. That's really That's interesting. So you were a professional tennis player for years and you gave that up to play pickleball exactly yeah yeah at first I, I really try to play keep playing tennis like once a week with my friends and everything but it became really difficult because playing more and more pickleball I didn't really have time to play tennis anymore yeah now you've really had a rapid rise in the sport and given your background that's understandable because if you just started playing in September of 2020, here we are recording this in December of 2021, and you had a lot of success at this last Nationals, didn't you? Yeah, it's true, yeah. But the thing is, when I started playing like a year and a half ago, I enjoyed it so much that I really put the hours in. I was playing six days out of seven. I took lesson at the beginning to really understand what I was supposed to do on the court. And so I really put the hours and I did my first tournament in November and another one in December. And then few 
in the beginning of the year. And then I started playing on the Senior Pro Tour in June. I was ready to, to go, yeah. And the national this year was, yeah, amazing. Yeah, in women's double, I, yeah, it was really fun. Now, typically, anytime somebody comes from the tennis background, it's a little bit to get used to the slow game and, and pickleball. But beyond that, what were some of the other things that you really had learned about the game to compete at such a high level? So, yeah, patient, really, you know, concentration, focus, and patient is really the key at this game. And I had to learn to not of course, like hit every ball because there's a lot of balls you can't hit. So, and you can't really win the points in one or two shots like you could in tennis, for example. So that was, yeah, what I've learned. Now that actually brings up a good point because you said you, you kind of learn not to hit every ball because the court is smaller. Of course, you can poach a lot. And you, you can actually take a, a lot of balls, but why is it good not to do that? There's really, because, yeah, the court is so small that you can't really pass the players. So you have to learn more to hit on them that you really don't do in tennis. At first, that's kind of seem weird, but that's what you have to do sometimes. Also, the ball, yeah, because the ball is different. So you can't really, when the ball is lower than the net, it's really hard to, you can only pop it up and then you get killed. So you learn yeah you have to learn to play slow and fast and for me it's actually my tennis game really translate very well to the pickleball court because I I was not a very strong hitter but I had a lot of really good eye-hand coordination and a lot of good reflexes at the net and I can play soft and hard at the same time so I feel like my game really translate well for the sports. Yeah, that's really interesting. I just happened to be talking with another senior pro, Anna Shirley, with that tennis background. And she kept saying, yeah, I was just a banger. I just wanted to hit the ball hard. But it sounds like you as a tennis player had a lot more variety to your game. Yes, I had. A, yeah, that was a, that was my game. I'm a lefty. And I was really maneuvering the game with my back end and then attacking with my forehand. But I really had a, also like a really soft game too. So I feel like this game is, is perfect for me. Yeah, isn't it amazing? You find that after all the years of playing tennis and pickleball has actually been around since 1965. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about the history of pickleball. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's funny. But this is for me at this stage of life, this is amazing to I found this game because and also the social aspect is so fun. Like you meet, I, I met so many new people, new circle of friends. And what happened is it's also, I I was still playing some national tournament in the 50s in tennis. So I was not really looking looking to it for, to, to start a new game because I had my game. But once I, I really started, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much. At my stage of life, it's so much better than playing tennis. Now, why is that? So first, physically is easier on the body, except when you play a lot, you gotta, it's a little hard, but because the court is, it's small, so you don't have to run that much. So you don't really get injured as much as tennis when I was playing matches and everything. So, 
And also, like, it's the tactic and the, you have to think a little more what you're going to do is on certain shots. And it makes more fun. It makes more fun. Yeah. It is definitely a great game. And one of the things you mentioned earlier, too, was that as you came into pickleball, you had to learn patience and concentration and focus. Now, it would seem like as a tennis player, you would need a lot of concentration and focus. So was it somehow different with pickleball? Yeah, it's yeah, it's different because the tennis, I mean, the ball comes and you can... There's no, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little different at first because I was playing tennis all my life. So I had it, it's in me. So I don't have to think as much on the court, what I was doing. And then the scoring, like you can only score when you serve in pickleball. So then, so you got to stay focused to really all the time to make the points when you score. Uh, Tennis, you miss one shot, but the next one you can still score the points so it's it's the, the it's a little different in terms of of this yeah and the and also the game are shorter so it's 11 points so you can't really if you lose your focus for 5 points it's really hard yeah to come back yeah could you imagine what things would have been like if you found this game 20 years? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. 20 years ago, I was, yeah, just after I retired from tennis, I kept playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have put the time at as much as now because I had a, a girl, so she's 19 now. So now she's out of the house. I'm free. I have time for myself a lot. So I probably won't have been the same at the 20 years ago. I wouldn't be able to travel uh, like I'm doing now. Right. Yeah. So it's great timing. It sounds like in in your life in terms of finding the game. Now you mentioned when you started that you were playing uh, six days a week and taking lessons. Are you still working on your game as, as much as when you first started? I not as much every day because I have to take care of my body. I noticed playing six days a week, sometimes I was really tired. And and now, at, at the time, I was not playing as much tournament. So since June, I started playing a lot of tournaments. So I don't really have time during the week to I have to rest my body. And also, I start teaching a little bit. I got my certification with PPR. So I'm going to try to teach a little more. And but... I bought a ball machine, so in case I don't have anybody to go hit with me or practice, I can work on my shot. So I'm I'm really happy about that. Oh yes, I I purchased a ball machine a few years ago, and they are wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So in in terms of your teaching, give me a little bit of an idea where you are. I mean, people who are listening to the podcast might want to come and, and take some lessons. Oh, so I live in Los Angeles, in the west side of Los Angeles, in Pacific Palisades. And I live in a community in the Highlands, called the Highland, in Pacific Palisades, where we have a rec center. It's more like a club with some really nice tennis courts. So there's three tennis courts, and they just, two months ago, they just put two pickleball on one of the tennis courts. 
And so I'm a HOA member, I can teach. And so that's where I am and I can bring guests, I can teach people from the area. So it's really open for me. This is great. Right across my house. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that makes it easy. So if somebody wants to get in contact with you for more information on lessons, where's the best place for them to reach out? On my email. I can give you my email. Yes, go ahead if you'd like to say it. Uh, so it's uh, bagby, B-A-G-B-Y 66 at msn.com. That's, uh, that's the best way to reach me. All right. Well, perfect. So one of the things I'm curious about, too, is you said you haven't been playing tournaments for too long. What's your schedule looking like for 2022? Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, it's going to be a lot of tournaments. So I'm going to basically play two tournaments a month. So let's say I will play between 20 tournaments because in the summer, usually I go to France for a month. So if it's possible, so maybe I'll play around 20 tournaments next year, including all the major and the, the big ones. And so for the ones outside of the big ones, do you, are you mostly trying to stay in, in the West near California? Because it's kind of a hike to Florida. Yeah, no. Well, no, actually, this year I'm going to travel to Florida. Luckily, I have very good friends in, in the Delray Beach area, Boca Raton. So I'm going to stay with them. But between January and April, I think I have three trips to Florida to go. So I'm playing there, yeah, the APP in uh, Boca Raton, then the APP in uh, Delray Beach and the US Open. So that's a lot of travel. And then I'm going to go to Arizona and uh, Utah and maybe on the East Coast, a few on the East Coast this year. Yeah. And I noticed in this spot, so you need to book your partner way ahead. So you basically need to do the schedule for the whole year, a year in advance. That was uh, a little difficult at first to understand that, but that's what we have to do. Yeah, it is really interesting how the partners work in uh, pickleball. I, I think it's probably quite different from tennis where you would have a, a regular partner. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In tennis, you usually have a regular partner for the year. You, yeah, that's, it was, but I can understand because there's so many tournaments now that, and you want to try different partner because the partnering is so important. The chemistry is so important. The way we work together. So next year, except next year in women's double, I'm, for the first part of the year, we haven't talked about the second part yet, but mostly I'm gonna work, I'm gonna play with Beth Bellamy, who's uh, also lives in LA, and, and that's we played few tournaments together and we had a lot of success. So we we're gonna team up for half of the year so far. And then, how's your mixed double schedule looking? So my mixed doubles. So I, I'm going to play with different partners this year. When I started, I played mostly with one partner from LA that I knew from tennis. And we really had a good chemistry together. But he's, he can't play as much tournament. 
So then that was Julio Rivera. So he's playing once in a while. So I'm going to play with three tournaments with the same partner, couple tournaments with another one. So I'm playing with, uh, I'm going to start playing with the, the best men on the senior pro tour. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, awesome. I, I can imagine there's a great group of senior men out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, to finish up today, I always do like to ask, which pickleball paddle do you use and why? Well, <laughs> so right now I'm using the Pedaltech Bantam XL Pro. And actually, when I started, I tried just a few, I bought a few paddles. I didn't know the difference. So, and I happened to buy this one or one of my friends was playing with it and try it, and I really liked it. I felt like it was really good for my game. It gave me power and, and soft game at the same time. So I've been playing with it. I bought another one. I've been playing with this racket since the beginning, my tournament and everything. So I'm actually looking for a sponsor because I noticed also the a lot of senior pro women have sponsors and the men and the travel is a it's kind of expensive and the entry fee. So I'm really looking to getting a sponsor this year for my for the paddle. I have I have a, a company for clothing that sponsor me and they are great from LA. It's called Nonvoli Zone. And they're very generous and give me a little bonus when I do a medal and some clothing. But I need to try to find a sponsor in, in paddle for paddle. I'm trying a few different rackets, so we'll see. All right. Well, paddle manufacturers out there, you can hear one of the top senior pro women in the game is looking for a paddle sponsor. So there might be some good synergies out there, and ho hopefully you can uh, find somebody that's a good fit. Thank you very much, Lynn. All right. Well, it was great to have you on the podcast today. I really enjoyed it. And just thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lynn, for inviting me. It was great talking to you. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 